We begin with the letter A. A is for... M is for murder. E is for... Danger! And, uh... Dodge. With... Monster. Help! Love me and be... Please help! Yeah. Time. It wasn't my fault last time. Oh, okay. I'm... Uh, honestly, that's all I, I mean. I, I don't know what the hell happened. So, <laughs> <laughs> good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Is for a Podcast. My name is Sarge, and joining me tonight on this re recorded retry of the letter R, we're going to talk about Respawn Entertainment. And joining me, like I said, is Monster. As you can tell, I am absolutely flubbed by the audio problems that happened with the original letter R. How are you doing, Monster? I'm doing well. I, I had a whole script planned out. I was going to be like, Sarge, I am so excited to talk about this subject for the first time. <laughs> I've never we've never discussed this before. But yeah. OK, well, a little peek behind the curtain. This is uh, take two. <laughs> well, considering how we posted that the letter R was all jacked up anyways, and then we posted the letter Q. I mean, they're <laughs> going to figure out when we post letter R that we had to do something. So. So did we just it is what it is. skew twice in a row? Is that what we did? I have no idea. I think I think I think Danger did it. Oh yeah, Danger is not joining us tonight. He's got some stuff going on. He's got to take care of. So thoughts and prayers to Danger and all and, and, and all the Dangerlings out there. Um, Ooh, Dangerlings. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, every once in a while, a game developer comes up with a great idea for a game, and Respawn Entertainment, I believe, is one of those companies that did. And they actually have made a game that makes $2 billion a year. One game, $2 billion a year. We'll get to that at the end. For those people who don't know, Respawn Entertainment was uh, founded in 2010 by Jason West and Vince Zempella. Uh, they previously co-founded Infinity Ward and created the Call of Duty. They're credited with creating the Call of Duty franchise, help make Call of Duty franchise what it is. They were, however, when they were doing the Call of Duty uh, franchise, they were, had a lot of constraints put on them by like Treyarch and 343 Industries, uh, a couple other of them. Uh, so they couldn't make the game what they wanted it to be. So they left and they founded Respawn Entertainment and they came out with uh, its debut game being Titanfall. Do you remember ever seeing Titanfall? I remember seeing it all the time, but I never played it. Um... Was it was it 360 and PS3 or just 360? It was 360 and it was PlayStation 3. Okay. Um, that game, they were able to put in what they wanted to do with the Call of Duty franchises. Some of it was hit, some of it was miss. Uh, when Titanfall first came out, it really hit the hearts of a lot of people that grew up in the Mech Warrior uh, time frame where you get to walk around in giant robots and squish people. Yeah, I remember the big ever. robot on the cover, and it looked pretty cool. It was. And so not only did you play the game, when you started off the game, you didn't have your Titan, is what they're called. You didn't have your Titan. You had to get kills and, and finish objectives. And the more kills you, get, you got, the more objectives you held, the faster your Titan would charge. And then you could orbital drop it on the ground, and you could even orbital drop it on top of other players or NPCs. Now, when it drops, do you take control of it, or is it yes. just in the battlefield? Well, there's you, you have two choices. You can put it on guard mode, which means it will follow you around. So while you're running around and, uh, as your little character, 
it's following you around, stepping on people, shooting things, uh, or you can get into it and pilot it, which was super cool. Uh, they introduced a bunch of new movement mechanics into the first person shooter franchise, which haven't really been in it before. Uh, one of them is wall running where you could run across the side of a building and then leap over to another building. And if you change your wall runs together, you could, you could traverse the map very quickly. Real, real quick, back to your previous statement about the, um, the Titan, you know, being dropped. I would love that in like a Kaiju style, like with Godzilla and just like, you run through just shooting stuff and you have the giant lizard behind you just stepping on everybody. Like, why don't they make that version? It's Titanfall, but instead with a giant dragon. Or something. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be fun. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, now there is one thing that they did do that was kind of a hit, but also kind of a miss. Most, uh, most of your campaign modes in Call of Duty is single player. Mm-hmm. And you just go point A to point B, complete the objectives, move on, move on, move on until you get to the end of the until you get to the end of the game. Well, with this, you're you actually played the campaign, but you played the campaign with other people. So you loaded into the lobby. If I remember right, there was uh, I want to say there were six maps that brought brought up the campaign, but there were two factions. So you essentially got to play the map twice, but on opposing teams usually. So the first time you'd load in and play on it, you, you'd be on like the allied and then the, the frontier forces, I think is what they were called. And then on the other side, yeah, I forget what they were called, but they were the bad guys and you got the to Nazis. play. No, they're not Nazis. This is in <laughs> space. There were no space Nazis. So you got to well, there play, are, but not in this game. So you played the story with other people. And if there wasn't enough people to fill the slots of the game, they threw in AI, a lot of AI for you to, play with they weren't exactly the smartest apples of the bunch no. but it was still pretty cool the other facets they put in is they gave you a hacking knife it was a it's a knife you could melee kill people with but if you went up to one of the little androids that were fighting you could stab it in the android and then you could hack it and then it would fight on it would fight for your team they had air That's defense neat. towers that would kill titans and if you ran up to them and you hide and you uh, hack the air defense cannons they would work for you now, some people like me would camp those towers when I'd see them and just wait for people to go in and start hijacking them. And then I kill them and then retake the tower and wait for the next person to come around. So, yeah, that was me. That that reminds me of um, there's a game on PS5 that I started playing um, Aliens Fire Team Elite. Um, I'm look, I'm not a big like online gamer i don't love playing with other people i'm a big fan of just single player campaign story mode uh so the nice thing about the aliens game is you have that option that you can play it with ai and like you said it's it's not as intuitive as it would be if it was two other human beings playing beside you but it's better than trying to play a multiplayer game by yourself yeah See, what other things did Titanfall have in that were really good? Cool? They had uh, burn cards, which burn cards, they did things that helped you in the game, but it didn't make you so like, uh, uh, what was that? Battlefront. Is it I was just getting ready to say, so Star Wars Battlefront had those cards where you basically like when you were going into uh, a battle, you could select certain cards that would basically be like 
for this match, you have this kind of grenade or special jumping ability or something. It didn't necessarily overpower you, but it gave you certain advantages. So with this, it kind of does that, except where it would be like, like you would have an overclock core on your Titan to see, you know, how fast it would charge before you could call it your Titan. You could pick a burn card to have an increased core for one life only, not a match for one life only. You could have okay. one that gave you an extra satchel charge, which is a C4 explosive, right? You got one extra satchel charge for one life only, or you got a, 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 a shotgun that does slightly. When I say slightly, I mean, it's a shotgun. So slightly more damage for one life only. You can only have three cards per match. Your classes, you could change up your classes to make a difference, but that was about it. A lot of people didn't like the fact that you could go invisible as one of the abilities, which I found the invisibility cloaking, the cloaking on that game was one of the greatest assets to that game. If you were playing by yourself, that anybody to play with, you could literally cloak. And I ran around with a, what's called the uh, EVA auto shotgun and what's called the smart pistol to where you don't have to aim it as long as you have the pistol out, right? It'll auto tag targets and it doesn't do as much damage if you aim down sights, but your bullets would track. So I would run and I'd target AI people with the auto pistol and kill all the AI bots. And then if I saw somebody that was an actual player running like by me and I was cloaked, I'd sprint up behind them and shoot them like twice with the shotgun right in the back <laughs> and they'd just be dead. And I'd cloak again and run off. I mean, you do what you do. I'm just, I just feel like video games tell us a lot about the person in real life and what you just described is how I feel like you've treated me when I've come over to your house before. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You'll just like stealthily just appear, get a couple of good jabs in the back and then just disappear all of a sudden. Look, I can't help it. Your situational awareness is garbage. But then, but the worst part is I can't retaliate because your family's there and you made hot dogs. So it's like, I have to take the abuse. <laughs> so unfortunately, Respawn fell victim to the, to the uh, ever, ever, I don't want to say changing, but the ever growing, gobbling EA, Electronic Arts, acquisitions, and it really screwed the pooch on on some of the game developments. Now, some of the games that came out since Respawn has been put in charge of them has been phenomenal. So we'll get to those games in a second. When EA purchased, uh, it was it 2017? Yeah, EA purchased uh, Respawn Entertainment in 2017 and then asked them to create a Battle Royale game. This is what Battle Royales like PUBG and Fortnite and stuff like that were really hitting the popularity. They, they told Respawn, we want you to develop a Battle Royale game. And Re Respawn says, I will develop you a Battle, Re uh, a, a Battle Royale game with one exception. We get control. I think I, I think I know what game this is. Which one do you think it is? Is it Apex Legends? It is Apex Legends. Ah, okay. Because a lot of the same game mechanics that was in... Uh, Titanfall is in Apex Legends. So if you play Apex Legends, you're basically playing a Titanfall game with no giant robots. The robot the characters. Fun in that? The robot, the robot characters that you could play on the game. I forget what they're called, but uh, 
those were actually originally in the first Titanfall game. The shotguns, the pistols, the rifles, you know, all those are were originally in the very first Titanfall game. So what they did is they took these. We don't need to spend all this money on developing new weapons and new technology. Mm. We already have it. Let's just copy and paste it over and see how it does. And like I said, this game makes two billion dollars a year in sales being microtransactions. Absolutely mm. crazy. Yep. Mm. So I, I still can't wrap my head around that microtransaction thing. I mean, uh, again, as as someone who I just said, I don't play a lot of online gaming. I don't. I put on NBA 2K23 the other night just just because I had some time to kill and I was playing a basketball game. And I went into my player mode and I was looking around at like the other players and stuff like in the hub world. It was like, wow. If I just dropped a hundred dollars into this game right now, I could be all decked out in cool clothes and upgrade my stats and be like a world beater. If I actually play the game, it'll take me months yeah. to even be decent. That's that doesn't seem to be the way it should be. <laughs> well, when you when you get microtransactions on Apex Legends, at least last time I played, when you get the microtransactions, they're cosmetic. Right. They give you special sprays or special finishing moves. They give you uh, special outfits, special skins for your guns, skins for different or anything, right? It doesn't change the way you play. It just changes what you look like. And it's mostly for cool things. Uh, Call of Duty has microtransactions as well, where you can buy the bundles that change the weapon skins mm -hmm. on your weapons. You can also buy... Weapon bundles, I think. Weapon bundles, weapon packs. It's been a while since I played Call of Duty. But you can buy those, and what those do is uh, those will actually give you a weapon that you don't have. And that weapon is usually a little bit more tuned than what you could probably put together. For Christmas, they had the Santa Claus bundle, and I bought the Santa Claus bundle just because it gave me a rifle that when I shot people, <clears throat> when I shot people, they burst into piles of coal. They had a Snoop Dogg bundle that gave me a gun that shot pot leaves at people. Oh I took it. God. I bought it. I, I don't care. And that, cost, of, and that cost you $4.20. Uh, $5. $4.99. Come on, man. Just go with the joke. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, on I'm, Apex Legends website right now. And one thing that I, I don't want to say balances it out because I still think microtransactions are of the devil. But... I do like the fact that it is a a game you can play for free. So yes, you can, it is free to play. You can you can like obviously you have to have your subscription to PlayStation Plus or whatever yeah. Xbox has. But at the end of the day, the game is free to download and participate in, and then you can choose how you want to spend your money after that. Mm -hmm. But. Oh God, I just, I cannot get behind microtransactions in any way, shape or form. It just feels icky to me. Now, following the release of Titanfall was also Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2 did some good and it did some bad. First off, they gave you more maps to play on, which is always great. They also gave you new game modes where, and I've never seen a game mode like this until I played it on Titanfall. It's where you could bank your money so you go and you kill people and different people were worth different dollar amounts like ai robots were worth x amount of dollars that dropped 
players were worth X amount of dollars a drop. Titan kills were worth X amount of dollars a drop. And you had to collect them and you had to run them back and wait for the bank to open. And when the bank opened, because it only opened at certain points during the round, hmm. you had to deposit your money. If you died, somebody else could pick up your money and deposit it. I, I like that idea as far as yeah. I don't know about the bank part of it, but being able to like accumulate money in game to spend yeah. on, you know, well, that's how you, that's how you beat the game is you had to have more money in your bank at the end of the round. Okay. So, that's interesting. It, it, so it prevented people from being camping, from being campers and hiding around corners and stuff. They were like forced to, to no, not necessarily all the time, just sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Now, another thing in Titanfall 2 they brought in was grappling. So you not only could you wall jump to get across the map, but you could also grapple and cover large distances fairly quickly with the grapple. The grapple did have a cooldown that was kind of a little long, in my personal opinion. But that also balanced it, made it not so much overpowered. Um, they also put in, I want to say the other thing they did was they put in a new style shotgun where instead of shooting one round right in front of you, it shot seven rounds and a wide spread in front of you. It was ridiculous. So so going back just a, a moment there, um, grapple. So when I worked for Guilford County Schools, we would I would place the order for the uh, cafeteria, and we would have to have a certain selection of fresh fruit. And one of the options we had was grapples. They were a apple that had been crossbred with a grape. And so they were the size of an apple, but when you bit into them, they were juicy and kind of tangy like a grape and they were called grapples. And I swear to God, these exist, but you can't like find them in a store. Like I don't, I don't know why they're so hard to find, but we had them all the time at school. Hmm. Never heard of a grapple. I will never hear the word grapple and not tell them. I want to see if I could buy one. They're delicious. I used to love having them. They're so much better than grapes or apples. Google.com. See, this is why people come to the show. Where this kind of content. I buy a grapple. Okay. You got to specify fruit. They're going to send you stuff about harnesses and hooks. Well, right here. Is commercially marketed brand of uh, Fuji or Gala apples. It has been soaked in a solution of concentrated grape flavor, methyl anthalate, and water in order to make it. In order to make the fresh the the fresh fruit taste like a Concord grape. Where can I buy one? They are. I'm telling you. Once you go grapple, you won't go back. <laughs> Apparently, Sprouts has them. Hey, there we go. All right. I'm going to have to go get me a bushel. Uh, Instacart has, you can get them from Instacart. Uh, Kroger's, Harris Teeter has one in a four count. No, they don't. I Do swear you, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at their website right now. I go to Harris Teeter once every week. Maybe you should go twice a week when they have grapples. Apparently I got to find whatever grapple day is. <laughs> so anyways, back to respawn entertainment, <laughs> Titanfall and all that fun stuff. So after the success of Apex Legends, they were given more creative freedom on a lot of the headlining titles that came out. Uh, 2019, when Apex Res- uh, Legends, when Apex Legends, geez, Steven, when Apex Legends released, there we go. 
I like I liked uh, Apex Legish. <laughs> <laughs> when it released, it didn't bring home any money. Well, Not it's a free to play game. Well, it wasn't free to play at first. <laughs> it really didn't bring home any money. But then when they made it free to play, about six months later, it did start bringing in the money because then they're just like, buy this skin, make your character look cool, buy this, make your gun look cool. Gotcha. So forth and so on. Let's see. What else did they see? Oh. Uh also in 2019, they were they headlined and released Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, great game. Great game. They're in develop they developed uh Medal of Honor Above and Beyond. And it in and that also included a bonus feature of the Academy Award-winning short document of Colette. Now, I think I brought this up when we did this last time, but when I was growing up, I was a huge fan of the medal of honor series because at the time the medal of honor series was a little more steeped in history. And obviously to make a first person shooter video game, you're going to take a lot of liberties, but you basically participated in actual conflicts and actual battles that took place in you know actual wars and so i found that really interesting when i was a kid and there was a lot of first person shooters back in the 90s and Mm -hmm. i I felt like medal of honor was one of the few that kind of put realism above whatever the other stuff was Some, some games it was the gore some games it was the action whereas medal of honor was more like trying to give the you know personification of historically accurate so i played uh nom 67 which was a very brutal and intense um uh xbox 360 game i don't know if it came on any other platforms but it came on xbox 360 uh the Tom, the Tom Clancy Warfighters games. I played those. Yeah, I remember those the were Tom really Clancy good games. Oh yeah, uh, Medal of Honor was okay. I think that was the one that first introduced. Um, was it Bad Company? Medal of Honor Bad Company. I remember that one. Yeah. I, I, um, the, which one? Which one introduced destructible cover? Like everything could be destroyed in the game. I'm not sure. I'm looking now at some of the titles. I remember. Medal of Honor Frontline. I played that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Medal of Honor Rising Sun. I played that one. Um, Medal of Honor European Assault. I think I played that one. Okay. Hell's, well, wasn't there like Hell's Highway or something like that, too? Let's see. There's Vanguard. There's Allied Assaults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Warfighter. Man, there's a lot. <laughs> i think because most of the ones that i played were on like playstation playstation 2 like that era um when we got to the playstation 3 i was kind of over it by then um there was a couple of first person shooter franchises i liked but i was kind of past enjoying the uh the medal of honor series did you ever play resistance Yes, I did. What a great first-person shooter that no one talks about. It was... I. What I liked about Resistance is you had one weapon and you could change the weapon. Yeah. Like, you could change the upper receiver sound weapons. 
And and the other thing about resistance was it was very much like almost like um like I was just saying how Medal of Honor sort of tried to stay in the realm of reality. Resistance was almost like, yeah, this is a historical event if alien monsters were involved as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a good game. There's uh the sequel to Titanfall, and we skipped over this for a reason, but we'll get back to it. The sequel to Titanfall was Titanfall 2. They're really creative with that name, and they really didn't need to change it. I think they did a great job naming the game. Good name. Good name. They did get new story writers for it, and they created a, a campaign, a solo player campaign for Titanfall 2 that um, centered around Jack and, and a Titan... Uh, called bt and the writing was so well done that you could not help but get emotionally invested in those two's relationship as they come to work together and even you even um you even learned or just forgot that bt was a robot at certain points you just totally forgot that bt was a robot and then at the end spoiler alert if you haven't played a game um BT sacrifices himself to save you at the end. And it's one of those I was playing and I was like, oh, yeah, we're going we're to do this. And all of a sudden, like BT, like pulls you out of your cockpit and like throws you to safety through like a wormhole or a wormhole. I forget what it happens to be. And then it's just like it's like my mouth dropped open. Like I held the controller in my hand like what just happened. There and, is. Uh huh. There's a certain generation just a couple years older than us that don't understand that video games have become more more of a cinematic story than just a video game. Because I was telling somebody about uh, I finished Ragnarok, God of War Ragnarok. Um, and when I say finish, I mean finish the main story. There's still hours of stuff to do if I so choose. But the actual main story and the whole story centers around Kratos and Atreus and their father son relationship. If Kratos it, dies. Yes, we know. No, he doesn't die. Oh, I'm not ready for that moment. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, being a dad, there's, there's a lot there, you know, and it's, it's legitimately emotional. And I was telling somebody about like, yeah, the campaign ended. There's this thing with the father and the son, and it's I kind of got a little misty-eyed, you know. And they were like, "It's a video game," and I'm like, "You're an asshole. You don't understand." <laughs> so, if you watch the credits for Titanfall Two after you beat the game, the credit shows your your helmet that you wear while in your Titan, and I believe it's a pistol, right? And then as the credit rolls, you'll see the lights flashing inside of the helmet the inside the lights are blue you'll see them flashing so everyone was like super taken back that bt died and they're like there's no way etc 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 and the the game developers hinted that there might be a secret in the game somewhere can you find it well somebody and this is this is what kills me about nerds right nerds okay they found out Somehow that the flashing blue lights inside of the helmet was Morse code and they broke the Morse code down and it's BT. He had like 
transmitted his consciousness into Jack's helmet. And it's like, it's like, Jack, I'm still here. Yada, yada, yada. Come find me. Yada, yada, yada. I'm, I'm, you know, all that kind of stuff. So everyone's like, there's going to be a Titanfall three. There's going to be a Titanfall three. Guess what? No, he came three. along. He <laughs> came along. There's no more Titanfall three. Unless it's come back out as a different name. I don't know. Uh, however, this, the, the fact that they're not producing a Titanfall three is the reason why the original Titanfall on average has 2000 daily players. The original Titanfall, which came out in uh, uh, 2014, still has active players. It's wow. buggy. It's full of hackers. It's full of people with Chinese symbols for names. Got it. Titanfall 2 still has a daily average of over 100,000 people play. Now, now, back to your point real quick about uh, having a Titanfall 3. I have, I have sort of mixed feelings because I really want a strong narrative. Like, um, the first PlayStation 5 game that I played to completion was the Callisto Protocol, which, for anybody that doesn't know, is a survival horror game by the developers of the original dead space it feels very dead space it's kind of zombie monsters in space and it's again for dudes like me right up my alley i loved it however it's not great and it proved not to be super popular and the way it ends you could tell they were banking on having a sequel and there won't be there, there's no, I would be shocked if they ever make a sequel to this game because there was not enough hype around it. And I, on the one hand, I want them to tell the story they want to tell. But on the flip side, I would really like this to wrap up in a nice little package. <laughs> this is the end of the damn story. Yeah. Because instead it's like, what if blank happens? Well, we'll never know because yep. no one liked your stupid game and <laughs> now we're stuck. So, yeah. So, like, back in the day, a long time ago, a, a report came out that Titanfall 3 was in development and was super happy. They showed, like, some screenshots of, like, the people running through, like, an open world environment type thing. And then they were, like, a couple months. It was in development for, like, 10 months. And then they're like, psych, this is Apex Legends because EA, of course, had their little fingers in it, and they changed it to Apex Legends. No big deal. Now, the Respawn CEO, Vince Zampella, uh, uh, in April at a, at a, I forget which gaming expo it was, but he's at a gaming expo, and he said, for the fans, he would love to see the third installment to the game come to life. They have it. They have the concept. They have the concept arts. They got the story. They know what they want to do. But the timing is not right. He goes, it's not in the moment that we need this game. And that like that hurt. And I and he referenced another game known as Anthem. And Anthem, you climb or you climb into like a like a Tony Stark Iron Man suit and you fly around and you're basically become a giant robot, essentially. And you're inside of a suit that way. You you were real big on that game. Uh, I, I remember. Play it. I was I was gonna say I remember hearing about it and seeing a little bit about it, but you were really hyped for that game, and and you said you still play it, so I guess it's pretty good. Well, they've 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 done some work to it. It's like I still play uh, 
Um, Cyberpunk. Seven, I still play <laughs> Cyberpunk. They have a new expansion coming out in September. Okay. Uh, they're, uh, I, Idis Ibris, is that his name? Ibris, Idis, the, the, the black guy from uh, Hobbs and Shaw. He played the villain. Uh, I'm trying to think of hey, I can't say his name right. And I feel terrible for doing it. He's a great actor. Oh, uh, uh, Idris Alba. Yes, thank you. Oh, see, I thought you were talking about a character in the game. No. I was like, I don't know. No, no, I'm yeah, talking about Idris the actual Alba. actor. Yeah, he's he's, he, yeah. uh, he's actually uh, character modeled and voice actored in a new cyberpunk expansion coming out. Okay. It's supposed to be really good. Uh, oh, oh, it's something I didn't know until I played it. Callisto Protocol. Do you know who the main guy in that is? No, who? Josh Duhamel. Oh, the guy from Transformers and yeah. Las Vegas and uh, Fergie's Fergie's ex-husband. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Wasn't he in like Tag or something like that? No, oh, he was in a bunch of cool stuff. He's he's good. I like him. But no. it's a third person over the shoulder game, so you see his face like six times in the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> when you look in a mirror, uh, right, right. So yeah, so we are we are coming to the end of respawn. Like like your first time having sex, this is going to be quick. So. <laughs> Uh, I do apologize. I lost a good chunk of my notes because I figured we were done with respawn and obviously, you know, other things happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, eh. you know, it's funny because, um, this happened on a previous season. We, last uh, season. was last season when we did last season. Casey screwed up in and had to redo in. Yeah. Actually it happened twice last season. Okay. Uh, the 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 two mess ups last season didn't actually make it into a video, but we did have to re-record. Uh, it was it was Danger and I. We had to record an episode because he recorded it and I didn't. And it was like I think it's the same thing happened. Audio got bungled badly. Uh huh. And we had to end up recording it, but I think you jumped in on it at that point. So it was the three of us, and we're just like. We really, this is like deja vu. We've yeah. done this before. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember. I think we had recorded a whole episode about Nightmare on Elm Street, and it got totally kiboshed. And so then we had to do a whole episode on Night of the Living Dead. And oh it was God. like completely on the fly. And it's just one of those movies that I have a lot of random knowledge on. So we literally just pulled it out of nowhere. I don't. I don't know that I did any research. It was just like, oh shit, we got to record an in now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, with, with, you know, sometimes you, you do have like a lot of people don't understand that when you do a show like this, there is a lot of research that goes into it. And then oh, when you yeah. get done with the research, if you're like me, you're just like, well, I need to save room on like my, my cloud. So I can just start getting rid of stuff. So it's like, I, I, I had to, I got so much stuff going on. Come on now. I've got, uh, I've got folders on my uh, on my desktop is for research and I have it. I have them all saved just in case. <laughs> well, I mean, I figured we were good to go with our because I ran it through there and I was like, yeah, this is going to be great. And then I uploaded it and I went to go listen to it because y'all were talking about it. And I was like, this doesn't sound good. I can't put this out. Oh, no. Well, fingers crossed that we don't have to record it a third time. Oh, we're not going to have to record it a third time. This okay. is this is just one of those. We owe them a letter R. We'll give them a letter R. We did the best we can. It's going to be short and it's going to suck, but you get it. So shut yeah. up. At least we're honest about it, right? Is, you is know what I forgot to do, though? What? No, it's not how we talk to our fans. 
I forgot to tell everybody out there that if you want a free month of podcasting service from Podbean, go to podbean.com slash Sarge, sign up, read the fine print, make sure you know what you're getting into, let us know that you signed up, and we'll give you a cool little shout out, and you know, just know from us is with love if you do it. And, uh, Danger's better at this than me, um, if you have a better idea for a letter R, if you think you're so smart, why don't you email us? Send us something on Facebook or Instagram. Let us know. Just one time I'd like somebody to be like, hey, will y'all do an episode on blah, blah, blah? Like, <laughs> yes, I'd love to do an episode on whatever crap you think is interesting. Just let us know. Just let us know. Yeah, you're 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 not as good as Danger because you know Danger doesn't talk down to our listeners. Well, look, if those six people are still listening at this point, good for them. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in for the Is for Podcast. We're not doing jokes tonight because I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you. I've been at the hospital all day. I have. Oh yeah. I have zero jokes. Uh, that 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 that's going to be Sarge's excuse for the letter R, is yeah, it, well, it is what it is. Little one more real brief glimpse behind the curtain. I think all three of us have like a lot going on. <laughs> so the fact that you and me carved out forty five minutes to do this tonight is is hey, like I said to our stupid fans that are listening, be happy you got something, okay. We're all having a rough time. <laughs> Cut us some slack. Well, okay. Since you didn't prepare any, let me just say one. What do gamers and musicians have in common? What's that? Their fans are super noisy. Uh, <laughs> Good night, everybody. Uh, all right. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Later. Long farewell. I'll meet you soon. It's over. Done. Done.